Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. Okay, so now we're on day two. You guys get up, and how do you get over to Disney Sea from the Disneyland Hotel? Just take the train. The Disney Resort Liner. Yeah, you cannot walk there. Monorail. Monorail. You the can mon- walk there. Can you? It would be a long walk. It's a very long walk. Yeah. yeah. The Disney Resort Liner runs from Tokyo Disney Hotel. Oh, sorry. From Maihama Station, which is like the train station, the JR train station, which everybody comes mm-hmm. in from, to the Tokyo Disney Hotel, to a stop by all the partner hotels, which are all kind of on the bay, um, to Tokyo Disney Sea, um, and then I think to expari which is also where the ambassador hotel is so it just kind of runs in a loop and so that's kind of it was kind of cool like kicking it off with the monorail ride and sort of seeing the park from the back on the way in and also i mean it's easy to forget that there's a incredible bay right there like this both of these properties are literally on a bay so you have this incredible water view with giant container ships and all that stuff it's kind of mind-blowing um so that was an interesting way to start now this is kind of an overall sort of industrial area yes in fact all around the park is industrial stuff um which also was unusual because i would expect all of that land to have been acquired and developed with malls and attractions and who knows what kind of like Anaheim, but not at all. Like right next to Tokyo Disney sea is like, it looks like an oil refinery or like a scrap yard or whatever. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. And if they want to expand, they can just, they can just basically land build out into the Bay the way they, same way they did built Disney sea, I believe. Yeah. Was actually land fill in. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So if they want a third gate, they, they right. can just take it when so it works really well. As we pulled into Tokyo Disney Sea Station, I think we were both at like the peak level of excitement. Of course, I had been there before, and Alex hadn't. I was very mostly just curious to see Alex's reactions to this place. I mean, I can talk about it forever, but it was totally fresh for him. Do you want to talk about like what was that like, Alex? I mean, how did that feel? My expectations for walking into a Disney park are you know are well known, you know, and Disney Sea is so different. And so enormously above my expectations that, like, and I even knew it was going to be good. Like, I'd been told for 10 years how awesome this place is, right? So, so my expectations were already high, but I was blown away by just the level of general quality of everything. Mm-hmm. Everything walking mm-hmm. into that thing. And, and it's like, it, it got to the point where I was like... This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, like, why are they spending? Mo- like, I feel like there's just like a crazy Texan with like a, a golden <laughs> hat running through that resort, just throwing money everywhere because that's exactly what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Why is it a Texan? That's, that's what Texans, Texans do. That's what Texans. Texans do. they they strike the oil, oil and they and they throw it all around. That's what and they, they wear diamond boots. Because, <laughs> and they I mean, shoot guns I, in the air. Yes. And, go, and you get a ride. And you get a ride. <laughs> It's yeah. it's literally like that because there are things you're like like why did they do that you know but but in the best possible way right it's oh like, absolutely why did they do that and I'm so glad I'm so they glad did they that. did yeah. but it, but it's like it's so it's so like you, you get taken aback by it. like wh- what yeah <laughs> like why is this so awesome you know they, they have that incredible it's the best entry in my opinion into a park because. You start in the Aquasphere Plaza, which is sort of the icon of the park, this giant globe, enormous, actually, bigger than you can imagine, globe with water flowing down it that's kind of, you know, the optical illusion that's kind of floating on water. But then, you know, there's this built-out Miracosta Hotel right next to that, and um, they basically have you go in under 
uh, an entryway kind of under the hotel. So you're, you're coming from the real world and then you enter and they're basically blocking all sight lines with this hotel. And then when you walk under that passageway, it just opens up to, you know, the, this enormous lagoon and this preposterously huge volcano in the distance, which, I mean, even which when you see pictures of it, which erupts. Which erupts, this, I mean. <laughs> and it, it's 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 crazy huge, and then you know you kind of head right, and the the it, it, you gain a lot of elevation, kind of going up steps, um, and it's still kind of Italian, but then you can they kind of expertly and deftly handle this transition from like a, Italian uh, villa area to like you can see where the volcano has kind of seeped in and the and the magma has hardened in little bits and pieces and the foliage starts to get you know more barren and everything and it's and, and it, it i mean this is stuff we all know that they do well the you know transitioning from spaces and areas and themes and stuff is what they're super good at but it's like it's even more than you can imagine it, it felt so real those spaces feel so real and then you know you go you go under sort of the volcano and you come around to this area where it doesn't have a name where the 27th leaves of the sea is mysterious, mysterious island. island the nautilus is down there there's there's this other kind of lagoon and there's water everywhere, like, you know, bubbling up from the earth's crust because of the volcanic activity. And then you look off to the left and there's this like drilling machine kind of stuck in the rock with the with the drill kind of still turning and steam gushing out. And it's hoisted up by some cables. And then Alex pointed out this cool fence next to a bridge that's ostensibly designed to trap falling bits of lava like they kind of have blobs of lava on it like just purely for show so it doesn't burn the guests right so it doesn't burn the i mean this stuff never ends it's like for somebody who's a detail freak it never ends it's like every corner and nook and cranny i mean it, it only at the end of the day forgive me if i'm rambling when we came around to the entrance of journey to the center of the earth and and alex turned around and noticed that there's a hole punched out the entrance to the to the attraction is in in a cave sort of and there's a hole punched out to the outside shape of two circles and the drilling machine is mounted out there and if you follow the sight line through the entrance to the attraction has the same circles uh, for the entrance where it's clear that the drilling machine was used to basically bore into the volcano and form the queue and like everything connects in just the perfect way it was it's just yeah sorry Alex I've said too much no it's great It's, but it was incredible. It's all incredibly cohesive in a way that I've never seen a park built. And it's like I feel like I feel like it was like an imagineering team's just absolute dream mm. because someone came to them and said, "You know what? Here's a blank check. <laughs> what do you got?" You know, and, 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 and in contrast to Disneyland in, in Tokyo, which is which is like we said, kind of a checklist. This one is not. This one this one does not seem to be catering to any particular group. It is, this is basically what can you do that is the best you've ever done for everybody in the world, hmm. and that's what Disney Sea is. And so yeah. its appeal is is really far reaching. I think if that park was here, it would be the number one theme park in America. I guarantee it. That's a good, that's I, a bold I, I, call, I but pretty I, much I guarantee. Would it. Maybe agree with that. Yeah. Just because of how of how good it is and how fun all the rides are and like like everything is fun there everything it doesn't it it seems to skew a little bit older though it right? does like it's not that it's is not, true it's not there's no toontown there's no 
Right. That and true. so that, that would be true. But I guarantee but that's what I love about okay, it, right? I, I, yeah. well, I, I will say this. I guarantee it would beat Epcot. It would beat Studios mm. for sure. It would beat Animal Kingdom yep. for sure. It would beat DCA. Yeah. It would beat every for Six sure. Flags park. Well, you have the Mermaid Lagoon, yep. right? Oh, yeah. Good yep. point. I forgot yep. about that. That's right. That's right. That, so that was kind of their solution to that. And they, I think they've added kind of like at Animal Kingdom where they added some character meet and greet stuff in corners of the park. They added that to this park as well. And Arabian so. Coast has some kids, right? Yeah, That's too. true. Yep. You're right. I'm totally forgetting yeah. about that. There's the carousel and, and Sinbad, yep. I guess. Totally. Flying carpets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The most amazing thing All right. Best me, park. <laughs> the most amazing thing for me there beyond the the, the, the the attractions are really good. They're the best of any Disney park, in my opinion. But the amazing thing is there's a lot of places in that park that are built just to be there, which is a mm. really odd thing to see in a theme park because Animal Kingdom is the only park that comes close to this, and it doesn't come close to it. <laughs> you know. Right. But it, it, there are places where you just like the Cape Cod area. It's just there just to be there. And there's a, there's a couple yeah. of restaurants there, and I guess Duffy, live, Duffy that, lives there Duffy. now too. That's Duffy's hangout. But like, yeah, that's its but purpose. But it's, it's this incredibly well-themed Cape Cod, and it's, it's, yeah. and it's, and it's pleasant to be there. You know, there yeah. are so many spots where it's just nice to hang out. I remember thinking that when we we were on the Columbia, yep. the, which oh, is the, the, the steamship <laughs> that they built there, we were in the, like the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge, yep. which is yep. really beautiful. Yep. And I was like, I have no idea why this ship is here. This makes no sense. That is exactly at what we said. Yeah. All and uh, it's it, huge. I mean, it's like yeah, a full it scale ship. It's not a model. It yep. fe- I mean, it is, it is, but yeah, that is one of those moments where it's like somebody approved yeah. the building. I think that's of where I that, steamship. That's where I hit that moment where I was like, this the money spent here is kind of ridiculous. Is when we were yeah. standing on that ship because like yeah. it's just there to be there. And the, the only thing we could think of was that it does provide uh, a sightline um, blockage. To see, you can't mm-hmm. yes. see Tokyo Bay because the ship is there. right. Um, now, the other thing I thought of about that is that they were going to build Disney Sea Park at Long Beach, where the Queen mm-hmm. Mary was. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm Whoa. wondering if any sketches just kind of carried over, and they're like, "Yeah, there's a ship there that looks yeah, pretty might cool. As well Let's go ahead and do it." That makes I was sense. actually that looking totally at the sense. plans for uh, the Long Beach Park the other day, and, and and there's a lot of things that made it made their way into Disney Sea, which is kind of cool. It's that whole no bad idea ever, no good idea ever dies thing at yeah. Imagineering that they just basically rolled right. 20 years of good ideas into one place. This relates to a very brief sub-conversation we had, which is that there seems to be a pretty significant lack of historical information on Disney Sea. Like, why can't I buy a book about the making of this park? Or yes, I want to see yeah. photos of the construction. Yeah. I don't even know who, you know, there's a select few sort of superstar imagineers that the public that us the public knows about right it's a very small number of people you know um but you don't know anybody who was involved mm-hmm. in disney Sea, or at least i don't well tony baxter wasn't on it and so nobody knows <laughs> right yeah. right it's just tony baxter yeah, yeah. That's totally uh, there's a guy named steve kirk and his brother i think tim Kirk, okay. I th- I'm, they were the ones that led it, and so wow. I, I've I've wow. met them once, but they are well known in WDI. They yeah. actually, I think, they left right after they did the park. I was going to say, I don't know if they, they were let there? go or if they if they left on their own volition, but um, they uh, they were the guys in charge. Oh, that's, interesting. that's awesome. I would love yep. to see, and it did it did seem that a lot of the uh, environmental artists uh, responsible for Animal Kingdom were also their fingerprints are all over that place. Yeah, so I, I, feel I, like I that. imagine yeah. that a lot of those people worked on it too. Mm-hmm. So your general consensus is that this is over the top, absolutely ridiculous, totally amazing, mm. best theme park ever. Why is the adjacent park not? 
That's an interesting that question. Is. Different is it, eras. Is they it were built just be different eras? Yeah. Yeah. This, Tokyo Disneyland was built when they didn't know what it was, what they had. Yep. And right. Tokyo Disney Sea is sort of a victory lap. Like, we have all this money. Let's mm. build something incredible. Yeah. And like I said, I, I do think that Disneyland in Tokyo is Disneyland for the Japanese. It, it totally is. It, it feels like it was sort of curated for, for that country. But Disney Sea doesn't feel curated. It feels just like, mm. hey, let's just make something amazing. And hopefully people like it. And in that way, it's probably a bit of a gamble because there's mm. lots of things there that like, I, I think they probably were gambling on because culturally, there's a lot of things that appeal to Westerners there. Like like Mysterious Island is one of the one. There's the biggest one that I can think of. I'm not yeah. sure if Jules Verne is popular in Japan or how. Oh, but Jules Verne is extremely popular in America. You know, mm-hmm. like just look, just look at the uh, the the rise of steampunk and how in how popular totally. that is all over the place. Yeah, and it's basically a, just a, a steampunk wonderland in there. Now we can, we should spend some time talking about the one land that we thought fell a little oh, short, Discovery right, Bay, compared to the rest of the park. <laughs> because we've totally, uh, now that we've totally oversold this entire yes. park, there was the, Port Discovery. Yeah, yes, Port, Port Discovery. They have their own Tomorrowland, you. and it's Port Discovery, and it has the exact same problems that every yeah, Tomorrowland it does. has. <laughs> it, it suffers from late '90s, early 2000s vision of the future, um, but Aquatopia, which I love. Yep. Don't get me wrong. The attractions I enjoy. It's just when you've been walking through these areas that are like incredibly detailed and richly themed, and then you're in an area that's like concrete yeah. and brass. It feels like the money, the money ran out right here. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. Here's the one thing that saved that area for me: the gag with the doors holding the. Oh yeah. yeah, I was just gonna yeah, say that, that is that that sells. That's that. <laughs> it's the best part of that entire area by far. Which I. It, do you mind Explain if I describe it, it really Explain quick? It, yeah. There, there's that area also has, of course, a big lagoon, but then uh, there's a kind of a retaining wall in the distance, and um, it, 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 they arrange the sight lines such that. Y- Actually, on the other side of that wall, there's some road, a service road, and I mean, there's the monorail, and there's, you know, a wide area of land. But anywhere in that area, you don't see any of that. What you see is Tokyo Bay directly behind that wall. And they did a super cool gag effect where the cra- there's like a crack in some of these giant doors in the retaining wall where water is flowing in, just pouring in. And it literally seems like this wall is holding back tokyo bay from the land and it's awesome is that an accurate description Greg? yeah i mean it's sort of imagine if you know what an infinity pool is like it's sort of the same a little bit of the same thing as that right but it looks totally convincing and you you don't even i'm sure i'm sure 99.7 percent of people don't even think about it twice No, and that's actually a good example of the kind of thing, or like that's the kind of effect or thing that would break and would be on like the lowest priority list yeah. to fix, yeah. right? Because right. who It'd be busted cares? in a month not, and it would never get fixed. It's not, yeah, it's not going to affect anything. Yep. But it was that kind of stuff was always working and awesome. And yeah, so that it's I think it's worth it for that part alone. Yep. But it is a little unfortunate. Except Aquatopia is super super fun and dumb. Yes, <laughs> I, I really time. enjoyed it. It's 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 the tr- it's the it's truly the ride. It's it a is. ride that it's just trolls really you the entire time you ride it, and it's it's beautiful. <laughs> we have a lot of attractions to talk about. I don't know how much, how in depth we want to get. What was your favorite attraction? You you go first. Ooh. <laughs> Mine's easy. 
I know what yours is. I, I, I mean, okay, I'm going to give two. Sorry, that's cheating. In that's terms okay. of thrill and um, environment, like Journey to the Center of the Earth is just awesome. Yep. It the, That's an incredibly thrilling ride, but also just teleports you to that space and that queue is incredible. And it's one of those... It, it, I mean, second, maybe only to the Indie queue in Anaheim, which was always really effective at sort of teleporting me into that temple in that area. But it, that ride is it really sells it and then finishes with this incredible thrill and is super fantastic. But, but it's I, a weird, it's a weird vehicle. It is a it weird is. vehicle. It, it, I think it's supposed to look like a, like a kind of a, a mining vehicle kind of it's got these well, it's big totally sp- a rocket rod first of all right oh, exactly God. the vehicle well, a, <laughs> totally yeah right. i mean it's bigger bigger than yeah. a rocket rod yeah. do you yeah. feel like it's blocking your view not really no 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 okay it, it, I, I could see what you could say that because there's a lot of stuff right it's not exactly right. open it's not like radiator springs racers right where right. it's like a total open top i think it's supposed i mean first of all the story wise it would be really a bad idea to be in a convertible in a <laughs> right. cave that's collapsing this was a bad and, idea <laughs> yeah we shouldn't have, we really shouldn't have done convertibles guys <laughs> this is a terrible idea but um i like that it has those sort of scoops on the front that are clearly like intended to like push away debris as you're digging into the earth or whatever i mean there's some nice design details yeah. um but um yeah it's a it's a weird vehicle but it's basically test track plus rocket rod yep. styling it's really really good it's a favorite and alex you can talk about that more if you want but i'll, I'll just say that i also have like a real soft spot for sinbad which is um basically a boat ride but like imagine a boat ride like it's a small world where every single figure is a fully articulated animatronic like every figure where everything is blinking and moving and arms are fully articulated in a very realistic way telling the story of sinbad seven voyages and um it's it's i just love that environment and i love the just being surrounded by so much animation physical animation just feels really really cool like i'm sure that's what in their minds that's what small world was going to feel like and i love small world too but it's like sort of the insane and it's another one of those things where like there was no limit here to what these guys could do like let's make every figure incredibly expensive and fully articulated animatronic is nuts like that's crazy you would the first thing you would do when you do your quote value engineering unquote <laughs> is say you know half of those are going to be static look we just saved 500 million dollars you know it's really fascinating yeah. but it's a great ride and it's got a fun story and um alex and i were talking about this earlier today it underwent a dramatic uh overhaul it, it was originally a lot more serious and sort of like told the serious story of sinbad and was kind of dark and a lot of the scenes were kind of scary and i think nobody liked it attendance was very low the japanese people did not really respond to that at all and so they shut it down for a while and using the same show scenes and framework totally sort of happified it they they uh added a tiger sidekick for sinbad a super cute tiger um they had alan menken write uh original song for it which i really like and uh that small world style the song threads through all the scenes and it's still a super cool ride but it's really interesting to go on youtube and compare if you want to spoil yourself and you shouldn't you can compare the old version of the ride with the new version of the ride and see kind of the little subtle things they did to make the ride more friendly like we were talking about how there's a there's a big giant 
and even changing the pupils of his eyes, they were just tiny black dots before, hor- which looked really horrifying. creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was horrifying. And they kind of, you know, just by giving him friendlier eyes made a big difference. It's really, it's, a, it's an interesting study in what happens when you need to retool an attraction for a cultural or an audience. But anyways, uh, those would be my two favorite. I love those two that was. Rides. I just want to say Sinbad was my favorite as well. I, cool. I was just blown away oh, man. Um, at the quality of the figures. And it goes on forever. <laughs> just, it, it's... It, and every show scene is just incredible. Just jam-packed, yeah. right? Everything's just yeah. jam-packed. Yeah, it's really And the nice thing about that is when everything is moving that way, every time you ride, you're going to notice something different because you're not, yes. your, your attention is not being focused yes. on the thing that's moving the most. But everything's moving yes. the most. So then, so, you know. Basically, every single figure is like the best animatronic figure I've ever seen yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. And it's all of them. Yeah. 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 That's it's it's amazing, and they're, in, uh, they're Alex, incredibly wanna... attra- attractive too. They're like the the design yeah. of them is really interesting. They're kind of cartoony, but kind of not, and they really they're 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 really just adorable little figures. They're they're great. Greg was saying that they might be electric instead well, of that's, that's hydraulic. Possible. Which I, is... that, that's my belief. I think I think that's part of the reason that you can get you can get away with electric when they're that small. Oh, sure, that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're not moving yeah. much weight, so that makes sense. That's super yeah. cool. Now, Alex, do you want to talk about uh, Journey to sure, the Earth yeah. or, um, well, or your favorite? Journey to the Earth is by far my favorite. Um, I, I think that because I love I love that ride vehicle very much. Like I love Test Track, I love Radiator Springs Racers, but this one is more fun, so much more fun than those that that it just blows them away. Just in the the way it moves and sort of the it's kind of like a cross between Expedition Everest and mm. Test Track. Because it has sort of a, a very similar sort of story, that, that sort of uh, imaginary trope of, you know, we're doing something serious and, oops, something goes wrong and here's a monster and now we have to run from it that we, we've, we've all experienced before in other rides. But it gels together in such a way that is really fun and interesting the entire way through. And the end of the ride is an absolute tour de force. It's like the best sensation of yeah. speeding up a hill. You know, like I don't, don't want to... Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but it's really no, no, fun. No, no. <laughs> it's it's incredibly fun. We were yeah, at two or three times, good. and it was fun. It was as fun every time, uh, which was great. It just uh, as a quick strategy tip for anybody listening, that that we definitely applied that fifteen minutes thing to go on the thing we want to go on the most, and that was a really good yes. system because what would happen was even I mean, fifteen minutes doesn't sound like much, but it made a tremendous difference. We would head straight to the thing we wanted to do the most by the time we would get off because actually we were literally the first writers of Journey to the Center of the Earth, which was kind of fun mm-hmm. and thrilling. Yep. Like they kind of had to walk us through the whole yep. queue. We would finish that ride, and they would immediately go to the second thing that we really wanted to do. And by the time we got to that, people were just sort of starting to flow in and we could ride that and then the rest of the day was basically let's explore and enjoy the details or whatever so i would say it was totally worth staying in the hotel if not just for that little bonus (laughs) i mean again 15 minutes sounds preposterous but this is a park that is very crowded and very well attended almost any day of the year so one thing really interesting about disney sea is it was probably as crowded as disneyland but it eats crowds much better Mm -hmm. it never felt crowded it always it felt fine. It felt like you know like a like an uncrowded day, which is kind of it's probably it's because huge, everybody's right? in line for Toy Story. That's probably why. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Toy so Story cool. is extremely popular in Japan. Uh, we, we, we walked yeah. in. The, the, we went. We went actually three days, and the, the second morning we, we went over there again. And I remember looking across the be, the the little lagoon, <laughs> and just this never ending stream of people going to Toy Story was really amazing. 
It's fascinating that people were running when they have like a boatload of cast members holding signs <laughs> saying no running, please walk in English and Japanese and telling everyone to slow down. And it just did Doesn't not work. matter. <laughs> it was like, I got to be the yeah. first in line. Or Can I just, I, I have to say this because it bothers me so much about the, the Toy Story rides. They are not um, like huge. Mm-hmm. And they always have extremely long yeah. lines. Yeah. It's lo- so well, build and so yeah, build lo- more. They're, they're right. a weirdly low capacity ride, and they take a long time to ride through. Yeah. And they're clearly very popular. Yes, they need more tracks. Yeah. Um, my I actually have three favorite rides. Uh, All right. The second one was Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, uh, mm-hmm. which I didn't. Which is an interesting call because the first time I rode on that ride, I did not. I, like I, it I at really, all, I but... really enjoyed every little. That that is a very detailed experience. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool stuff in the cabs, and the idea of of sort of controlling a spotlight that goes around oh, yeah. so that's, and that's a thing. And it kind is, of is has it... a it 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 it, uh, it triggers show elements. I really liked that, and it sort of has that that great uh, like Atlantean lost civilization mm-hmm. storyline, which mm-hmm. is something that always really works for me. Um, so I, I really oh. enjoyed that. You go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say I want to ask Greg about that ride. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a fan, although uh, I will say I loved the ride vehicles and loved the gimmick of the yeah. ride. I won't give it away, but just the, well, the underwater effect—it's mm-hmm. really yeah, well it done and really, yeah. really, really neat. Um, yeah, it, it uh, the, the ride interior did not feel elaborate enough ah. to me. Mm. Like it no. didn't. It looked more Fantasyland dark ride a little bit to me mm. than like. Something that felt kind of yeah, real, so a little bit more twenty thousand leagues, actual twenty thousand leaguesy. Yeah, yeah, and then I have to admit the Atlanteans kind of threw me off too. It's like all of a sudden, it's like uh, I know I'm in Japan now. <laughs> like this is what exactly what they would want out of this ride. <laughs> Cute um, Atlanteans. Did, do you remember what seat you sat in? Out of curiosity, when you were I there? never sat in the front one. I only sat okay, on the sides. See, I think that made a huge difference. So we, again, we were the first people the only on that ones ride as on well. The ride. So. <laughs> They gave us our own vehicle, and of course, we both sat in the front. And I mean, there's still a weird physical discomfort thing in that cab where you're really hunched yeah. over. I think it's really intended for kids, <laughs> and that, that that was rough. But um, the front was awesome. It really mm. helped me understand a little bit more on what was happening. I felt like when I'm on the sides, like I'm just getting this sliver. Uh, anyways, I thought the front was better. But, okay, um, when the when the uh, it's a slight spoiler, yeah, when okay. you see that last. Atlantean. Is that like the freakiest thing ever? With that light, that light blast, and there's yes, like this it's alien right in front of you. Extremely yeah. bright. Yeah, yeah. That was very freaky. Anyway, that <laughs> was really weird. Yeah, it's a weird ride. It's a weird ride. But you like? Yeah, that I loved Alex. it. That was. I thought yeah, it was. Cool. It hit. It hit on all of my my Alex tropes. <laughs> so nice. good. Yeah. And uh, the other one is also an Alex trope ride, which is um, the uh, the Tower of Terror in in Japan is is everything I've ever wanted out of the tower of terror mm. um the the ride itself is identical to uh to anaheim and paris um but the staging and the queue and the story is the best thing that i think i've ever seen imagineering pull off hmm. it's just like everything about that ride is i want that everywhere I I mm-hmm. take so you you like it better than oh, the Orlando absolutely. one. You know I I, yeah. I love that fourth dimension room. I love that. But like yeah. right. but the the actual storyline of the of Tokyo is it just blows it away. That the, the Twilight Zone story love, does nothing for me. Yeah. And and this I, sort I of strange like 
Joe Rody esque Imagineer uh, explorer who who plunders the world of wonders, and one comes back to cursed is just amazing. It's really good. It's really does, good. does the Twilight Does the Twilight Zone story do anything for anyone? I, I think that. so. I like it. I thought I I like that you know the library room you're shut in the TV yeah. like I think that's all really well done. It is. I I wonder if it's just because I've seen that pre-show so many times that I'm kind of sick Maybe. of it. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. Well, and I, I mean, and the Twilight Zone thing is kind of a bold call. I mean, they probably only did that to ostensibly tie into studios, right? Or it was a studios yeah. thing, yeah. Right. I think, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't their first choice, but. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you guys... Sorry, I'm going to call you guys all out. Please. You guys are older than me. <laughs> so, I mean, have you guys... You guys have all seen Twilight oh, yeah. Zone, though, Yeah, right? Twilight Zone's great. Yeah. See, I've never seen Twilight yeah. and, Zone. And you're not alone, Louie. I'm sure most of the people yeah. that go yeah. on that attraction now are just like, yeah. who, who is this, this guy? black yeah. and white yeah. man? <laughs> right, I mean, surely... Why is this TV I, broken? <laughs> surely every kid that's younger than me maybe doesn't even oh, know I, about I would say Twilight absolutely. Zone. Yeah, yeah and sure. and so I don't know. I just feel like whenever I'm in that room, and maybe it's also because it's Anaheim, just everyone's like, eh, don't care. And I think that's just because there's a lot of locals and they've seen it a billion times and mm. just want to get to the ride. Mm-hmm. But I, like I mean, I think it's also, but I think it's also just because it's not too fascinating. Yeah. I don't know. I've yeah. seen the ads. I've seen the ads for the Tokyo tower of terror and i i love it so much because it seems more mystical yes and i don't but know it, it feels thing... more real in in so many mm. ways it feels like a real hotel uh the the person who the the harrison hightower character really is a really great character they they did so much good work in the murals and because basically his hotel is a is a is a shrine to himself and right everything is funny and everything is interesting and they build up the story so well. Now so, you did touch on something though that is a difference that I don't know is good or bad, which is that it is a little bit funny. Like the mural, the, basically there's these murals in the lobby of his exploits and they're inevitably him uh, stealing something and being chased by a group of natives yes. or whatever. Cause he's, you know, basically just plundering artifacts or whatever. It, 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 there is more comedy than there is in the other tire of terrors. Like the, the Florida one, the California one, they all sort of play it straight, which I actually like. I, I feel like the, the, the the outside area of the Florida Tower of Terror is incredible. The like super echoed out uh, yeah. big band music is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, all that stuff is is amazing. It, it, I feel like those feel spookier to me. If that makes any sense, this well, this one didn't necessarily feel spooky. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I, now I've not been on it, but I've I've you know seen pictures and stuff, and that was my biggest concern mm-hmm. relative to the Florida one, for example, was that I think. The, the tone is so spot on creepy yes, at I that agree. one. Uh, there's no no wavering whatsoever, and so I, like I didn't that get part. that from from Tokyo. Not that Tokyo. I mean, Tokyo looks incredible. Like the exterior, the exterior is, is just absurd. the most the incredible the thing coolest. I've ever seen. It is. It is. It's the building is absurd. The every detail, every gate, even the bathrooms there are yeah. like the nicest. It's incredible how much money they spent on that building. The, the building itself is worth it alone. But I, it, it's a tough call. I, I like. I think the pre-show is cooler. I think the story, the story is a little more interesting than just. It's a Twilight Zone episode, kind of that you're living. Yeah. But I do also like the spookiness, yeah. so I guess I'm somewhere. Yeah, in the middle, I, I agree with that. 
Um, the yeah. the one thing I really enjoy though, and this is just a me thing, is it's basically the last vestige of the Explorers Club, <laughs> because that's uh, it's really that's the tone, the tone of the Explorers yeah. Club, or the yeah. Adventurers Club rather, and the tone the of Tower of Terror are extremely similar, which is no surprise. <laughs> but that 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 is that is something I love very much, and I I miss it in Florida, and it's nice to see that it still lives on somewhere. Yeah. Got it. Louis, were you going to say something? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you were you were mentioning how it's a little jokey and that you're not sure that you like that because the American versions are a little bit more straight. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm just curious if you've ridden the Tower of Terror recently in America. Hmm. Because, because the way that I've seen it happen lately, it's started to venture into Jungle Cruise territory. Oh, really? Oh. Where, yeah, where some of the cast members aren't playing it straight on. Oh, anymore. I don't like that. And, and it's, and it's, it, it does bother me quite a bit where, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're being strung along this whole thing and it starts to be serious and they start doing jokey things like they might in the Haunted Mansion, right? In the Haunted Mansion, they use a pun like, oh, pull your be- bodies into the dead center mm-hmm. of the room. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I got, yeah, it. I got it. And, sure. and it's like there's, there's, there's a moment that a few cast members, it's like the Jungle Cruise, where one of the you know, skippers says to the other like a joke that they just invented or heard or whatever. Mm. And then they all start saying it, right? And then the next Jungle Cruise is just like the previous one. Mm. And it just kind of makes the same thing recycled over. My point is... Now, some of the, like, hotel bellboy guys are now sticking their fingers through, like, the little, uh, like, doors before they open. Or, you know, or they joke about how fast, when it's really slow, the door is going to close, and so watch your fingers. Or how that they're thankful that you dropped Uh in. And I'm just like, I'm just like, knock it the hell off. (laughs) I mean, I'm serious. It ruins it, because... That the I know thing is, it, it's just like <laughs> I want it to be so good, and I want them to be serious about it if they're right. going to be serious. But then the cast members just they're I I guess because they're just trying to have yeah. fun, sure. and they like they like getting a laugh out of somebody, yeah. Because who doesn't? But it bothers me. I'm actually just picturing Louis saying, literally, <laughs> "Knock it the hell off! You just ruined it." Like I can totally see him yelling. That. <laughs>